Splinters of Jade is a thriller podcast and may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Listening to Splinters of Jade, the Legend of the Five Rings role-playing game actual play podcast. Your game master is Chris Garvey. It can be up to and including your soul. Cooney Guru is played by Boo Richardson. Unfortunately, I have to be more circumspect because I do not want to start a war with the crane. Kitsuki Akira is played by Steve Lanslo Bartolome. I wanted to enter unnoticed, but... Yogo Sojimo is played by Bren Thorson. Started a war for nothing. And introducing special guest Trevor Cuba as Kakita Onimaru. Give Guru one more reason to hate me. <laughs> now, on with our show. We open up at the Hour of the Rat in the room of Kitsu Ichariba Chode. Kitsuki Akira has just arrived and is sitting down, and uh, Ichariba Chode is sitting there with a small cup of tea one poured for Akira as well are you prepared to summon your ancestors that I am yes do you recall the name and the lineage I do yes then let's hear it it is Hida Akira brother of Hida Haim who was married to um Akitsuki Fusaku, who is the father of Kitsuki Akira. Ichariba Chode begins to go into a bit of a trance, and light begins to emanate from them. You hear a cacophony of voices. My nephew, is that you? Yes. Why have you called me forth? I need your assistance. I have started becoming an Emerald Magistrate, and... Darker things have been crossing my path. I need a way to face these threats on equal footing that my Shugenja brethren can. Um, Yogo Sojobo and uh, Kunigaru. And you think the spirit can help with that? It may, yes. And what does your mother think of this? I have not talked to my mother about this. I have not had the chance. And what would you have me do to help you? Any advice, any uh, techniques you may share from, from your Kida training? Any advice, any techniques you may be able to share that I may better strike down the spirits and the tainted? Plenty of jade. I'm the Uzukiya scout, not a goonie. I don't know of ways other than through brute force. 
course. If there are any of your um, uh, compatriots on that side that may be able to help, I would be most appreciative. You seek knowledge. I can give you knowledge. But knowledge comes at a price. What are you willing to pay? What is the normal cost for such a price? It can be up to and including your soul. You can see sweat coming down from the Kitsu's forehead as this new entity has arised. I would at least wish to know who I am talking with at the moment. Cody, Yojanai. Once a Damyo of the Kuni family. And what would you have me do for this knowledge? Spread my name is the minimum that I ask. Right, done. There are many paths one can tread. I went out into what you now call the wastes when it was covered in the taint. There was a tree. Upon that tree there was a fruit. Within that fruit was knowledge. It told me the ways to see the kami, to see the concept, and with mundane weapons how to slay them. This tree only grows in the tainted lands. The fruit has the face of man. Go out into the wastes. Go into the shadows. Find this tree and gain your knowledge. Very well. I thank you for your assistance. Oh, wait. deceives you. He has been taken by the shadow. I figured as much. You cannot trust a spirit, no spirit, unless you know them by name, and then they must prove themselves to be them. Of course. And who are you? I am Kui Inatha, mother of Kui Guru. Well met. And what would you have me do, uh, Kanata Sana? Protect my son from himself. I would do that normally. You're strong enough as is. Your path, I see, leads to many, many possibilities. Your eyes are your strongest strength. Oh, man. Go to the falcon, and you will be able to hold your eyes in ways of seeing the spirits. There are ways to see the other realms as they lay upon us, but it is dangerous. It comes with a price. Or so what? Go to different shrines to speak with Kami, speak with the spirits there. You may need to make a pact. It may cost you 
one of your precious eyes to gain more sight. That is what it takes. I, I thank you, Kanata-san, and I will watch over your son, as I always have, and as I always will. He is a good friend and a good companion. Go in peace. Another voice cuts through. Six birds. Three, two, and one. The three drip ash, blood, and arrows on the field of slaughter. The two wear the faces of Oni, clawing each other atop a black tower. The one stands alone in the light, pierced through the heart. Heed my words and see what I have told you as true. Only you can change your fate. Only you can save the one. Kitsu Ichibara Chode collapses to the floor. The light vanishes. They're panting. I hope you got your answers. I have, in the form of more riddles, but you have performed admirably. I thank you. And bow deeply to her. Are you all right? Him. Him. Bow deeply to him. Are you all right? Will you recover? Of course. I've summoned many spirits, but usually I am the one who knows the full lineage and am able to summon precisely who I want. It seemed as though a whole host has tried to communicate with you this night. Yes, they have. I did reach my uncle, and then another came by, tried to deceive me, and then the mother of one of my companions uh, talked to me, gave me advice, and finally, another spirit, I do not know who, gave me a prophecy. All right, and you have actually a choice you're going to need to make. Okay. You're either going to have to spread the name of the Kunidamyo, or take the haunted disadvantage as he will haunt you. So he will start spreading the name of the Kunidamyo, but say that he has been tainted. He just said spread the name. He did not say spread good rumors about him. Now we are going off technicalities with this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm spreading the name saying he was tainted. He went to the uh, tainted lands and ate of a fruit with the face of a man and was tainted. All right. Just be careful. That doesn't make you the enemy of the Cooney. <laughs> yeah, just say that. OK, I, I've heard of the name Kun, of the Cooney Daimyo, and I've heard that he fell by by doing this. Not outright accusing, but in a way, yes, I'm spreading spreading his name and I, but I am not spreading it in a positive light because he tried to trick me. Did he though? It didn't seem like that much of a trick. He told you what you asked for and that was knowledge. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, there is that. So, okay. Yeah. I will spread his name, but if, if it starts coming up uh, that he comes back to haunt me, I will spread that he may have been tainted by eating this poison fruit all right i look forward to hearing that as we continue our winter court of course so do you have anything else you'd like to say to kitsa ichirabi chode um 
other than thank you. Uh, yes, I thank you for your service. Uh, you have performed admirably, as you probably usually do. Uh, now, I think I need to speak with the Falcon. Go to their shrines and seek ways. Then go in peace, and I will hopefully never have to deal with your ancestors again. Yes, go in peace yourself, and I hope for that as well. Again, give him a bow. Gives a respectful bow back. I'm going to have to uh, track down a falcon, see if they're willing to uh, point me to some of their shrines. Well, you do know a falcon. I do know a falcon. So, let's go track that. All right. Uh, you pass by your rooms and you see that Kuniguru is in there by himself uh, uh, with, well, without Kyoyu. Okay. Yeah, without okay. Toritaka Koyu. Uh, so you head to where, you know, her room is. You give a rap on the Shoji screen. Yes, come in. Open up the door. Uh, Toritaka-sama, uh, forgive the intrusion. I wish to speak with you. Do you have a moment? Uh, certainly. Thank you. And come in and I have been uh, looking to become a better uh, magistrate. And lately, um, my brethren and I have been encountering spirits in Kami. I know the Falcon are rather close to such things and... I wish to start making a pilgrimage to the shrines that uh, your clan has set up. Perhaps I can uh, learn how to deal with the spirits and the kami better by meditating at those. They are not far from the Crablands, though some of them are deep in the Shinnaman Forest. I can draw you up a map and mark those for you, but best to go to uh, the main castle of the Toritaka. I have some extra time. I know you were once interested in learning techniques to cleanse the spirits. I can teach you the forms, as I did Kuniguru. I would be most welcome. Thank you. Of course, I am going to be polite and about this and is there anything else i can do for you i don't know the proper rights to perform at the shrines to communicate with the kami and such of course bring an offering and incense are always good mostly just let yourself be open and allow for them to communicate with you wonderful thank you very much is there anything else you would like to do this evening before going to bed i don't think so all right. A couple of days have passed, and we open up with Yogo Sojibo sitting in a room with Yasuki Natim and Doji Shuten, along with their respective entourages, doing trade negotiations. Ah, Yasuki Natim is speaking. So we agree that the Jade from Toshi Rambo will go to the Crab Lands if we. Agreed to help you with taking over the city from those lion. That seems fair to me, but we will need your war gear up front. Uh, of course. Uh, 
So uh, I'm not sure how, how you want to do the treaty signing because I don't have the ability yet. Probably should have. I didn't know we were jumping right into this as I was spending experience. <laughs> no worries. There'll still be a treaty to sign. I mean, we just have to write it up. Yeah. So, so that would be a fire composition. That'd be a fire composition, Chris. Oh, yes. I thought you were making a statement, not a question. I was, it was. Yes. OK. I like both. Sorry. Okay. Oh boy, that's all. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and keep the three successes and see what I get with those explodies. So that's four successes and an opportunity. You're in fire. Yeah, but it's not a conflict mode. That only applies at conflict. And three strife. All right. So what would you like to do with the opportunity? So with the opportunity, I would like to this is a plan within a plan. This is to like, hey, oh, this is the reason why the scorpion wanted to do this is to get a yoga uh, caravan group or smuggling group to start to get the the jade from Toshi Rambo to Crablands. So he so basically trying to alleviate suspicion from um, what I actually want to. Yeah. So. All right. So you get that all written in and you're taking your time with everything and keeping them pretty well detained for the day while you're Mm -hmm. doing the negotiations. So we will uh, cut over to Kitsuki Akira and Kuniguru, who are just down the hall from the Crane delegation's rooms. Outside the rooms, there is uh, ser- there are servants walking around, but nobody standing guard. Does he really think we're supposed to be doing this proper this way? I don't know. Well, if we're going to do this, let's do it. Right. And Guru is going to do what Sojibo has suggested. Not that he likes the idea. So Gru heads over to some of the servants. These are just crab servants, correct? I'm not. Uh... Yes. Yeah, they're they're just kind of going up and down the hallway doing what they need to be doing for the day. How many of them are there? Um, at any point in time, probably about three or four. But they're constantly changing as they're walking by. Once there's a, only a couple of them, Gru's going to go up to him and says, I need you to We'll tidy up my rooms. Uh, yes, Samurai-sama. We will be right there. And those two walk off. But a moment later, another one just steps into the yeah. hallway. The thing is, I was, trying to, I was trying to plan it, so as soon as they left, Akita could slip into the room. Okay, yep. So I'll just... maybe we should make sure the audience knows what's going on? All right. Yeah. That's, that's I'm doing it through, as we're going. So... <clears throat> After Akira slips into the room, Gru is going to nonchalantly be looking at the different parts of the hallway to give Akira the opportunity to search the rooms while no one's there and try to he'll keep the the servants out of the rooms. If if one tries to go in, there's like, oh, they've already been uh, cleaned up and just keep that up while Akira's in the room. The crane rooms are similar to 
the rooms you have there, but rather than having the partitions open so you can have one large room, these ones are completely private. They've uh, sealed the doors between rooms so they each have their own room. So, uh, Steve, go ahead and roll a d4 minus one and let me know which room you go to. Uh, let me pull up a die here. That is room number two, right in the middle. All right. So in this room in particular, you see a uh, the futon is cleanly rolled up and set aside. Uh, the desk, everything is nice, neat, and tidy. Uh, you do see some uh, some sort of flesh tone colored paste in a jar as you're poking around, and you see a large chest that is sealed shut. Okay, well, take take out a uh, handkerchief, take a little sample of the flesh-colored paste. All right, then, that's easy enough to do. Then let's see if I can uh, take a quick look into the chest. Uh, that would be a skullduggery roll. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's um, going to be a to open it, it's a D6. To look around at it, it's going to be a D1. Or TN1. Let's see, that would be air, probably. Yep. Okay, just looking at it. Um, get one success, two opportunities. All right. So, uh, the, you notice... The opportunity is, I notice any... Um, uh, anything that they lay on it, like... Um, a piece of hair or something so that somebody knows if like if you uh opened it a little trick you lay a piece of hair across something and if the hair is disturbed you know somebody was looking through so i would notice something like that yeah the there's a uh, <laughs> paper and wax bond that connects the lid to the base so it's impossible to open without tearing uh, okay. and then uh, there is a Gaijin lock on the case itself, keeping it sealed. You can attempt to pick it, but again, that's TN6. Yeah, and it would open the paper and wax seal. Yep. I do not want them to know I was here, so I'm not going to look any further. All right. Are you going to do anything else with the chest? Uh, just take, take a note, uh, like the general dimensions, see if I've... Feel any other ways of getting into it or all right it's about the chest is about four feet in length one foot tall and one foot deep mm. so it's long and narrow long and narrow so and it's a little unusual mm. well, like i said i don't want them to want to alert them that somebody was poking around here but i'm just gonna keep that in mind um hmm. if they forgot what they were um looking for some uh any signs of maho or heresy or maybe a bunch of swords that continue to cause bleeding after they've been cut right this this chest might contain like one one or two of them but there's no way for me to verify for sure whether there was maho inside hmm Okay, I'm going to keep that in the back of my mind for now. Uh, go off to the left uh, room, take a look at 
take a look in there. All right. Are you going through the uh, partitions or back out into the hall? How easy would it be for me to bypass the seal on the partitions? Taking oh, I mean, it's first. easy to do that. You just have to move a stick. But you'd have to make sure to put the stick back. Right. Okay. So move the stick, go through the partition. All right. So this room, you know, similar, the stuff is rolled up. This one has a bow, or sorry, a Yumi, sorry, Yari. What's the word for bow? Yumi? Yumi was right. Okay. <laughs> Brain. It's a bow. No, Yumi. <laughs> Brain is mush, huh? Yes. You see a Yumi and a quiver sitting in the corner. This room has a few more... Uh, bottle some just random bottles of some sort of liquid. Mm. Uh, you also see a uh, paper scroll sitting on the desk. Okay, take a look at the scroll. Right on the scroll, you find some very crude drawings of different weapons mm. and some chicken scratch notes uh, talking about each one. Okay. So read through that real quick. Uh, precise memory. I have it memorized now. All right. Uh, not, nothing else here. So go back through the partition. Put the stick back. Well, there are the bottles of unknown liquid. Yeah. Okay, well, pick one up. Smell it. You have the heavy scent of perfume. And now the room kind of reeks of it. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Put it back. Uh, maybe we can blame one of the servants. And back out. Put the stick back. And go into the third room. All right, as you open up the door to the third room, you hear a ripping sound. Ah, not what I wanted. T take a look, see what, uh, see what ripped. So there's a paper seal on the door partition that you've ripped open as you pulled open the door. That I didn't see from this side. Correct. It was set <sighs> from the other side. Not great. Although I know somebody was in the room. Yep. Luckily, like you were being careful, and you see on the floor in front of you some ash that had drifted down, uh, and you can easily step over it to avoid footprints. You also managed to avoid getting it in your hair. Ah, good. Uh, but he knows somebody um, came through here. If I'm careful, he won't know whom. So take a quick look around the room. Everything is put away. It looks completely Spartan. There's nothing set out. Everything is cleaned up and put away so that if anything were to be pulled out, they would know. Hmm. Okay, whomever's room this was was really kind of paranoid. Well, he knows somebody was in here anyway, so might as well take a quick search of the room. Um, All right. And also look on the walls and windows, see if I see any more of those paper seals. Oh, yes. On every possible opening anywhere where somebody could potentially get through there's something there to tr uh, to alert them if that opening was opened there's also a small cup of ash over the front door so that if it's opened it will spill okay so so are these um simple paper seals or are they um they're pretty um, simple. Okay, so so it's not like uh, 
he was immediately alerted when the seal was broken. No, no, these are not wards. They're just paper oh. and wax. Okay, so I'm going to carefully rip the seals on every single opening and scatter the ashes. Um, staying out from the footprints of the ash, keeping them off me so that he doesn't know where the intruder came from. All right. Uh, for scattering the ash and avoiding it, I'm am going to need you to make a roll. Okay. So, so this is going to be air because you're tricking. Okay. And yeah, skullduggery. Okay. Uh, it's a TN2. Okay. Grand total of six successes, five strife. You're not going to roll that uh, explosion again? Oh, there's another one. Okay. Seven successes, six strife. All right. That, you're getting a lot of strife. How are you doing there? Let's see. Seven plus. Yeah, I'm at seven strife. So, uh, yeah, seven out of 12. All right, so you're doing okay. So far. Uh, what's causing you all the strife in this check? The fact that I have to alert the person that somebody's been in his room. I wanted to do this without any trace, but... <clears throat> all right. Uh, what would you like to do? Oh, wait, no, there are no opportunities. No opportunities. All right, so you pretty successfully scattered the ash around... You avoid stepping in it or getting it even on your hands or hem. So it's a pretty good ruse and going to confound them. Okay. So I'm, I'm, so I'm actually going to take a look at uh, everything is packed away, see if I can find any evidence of Maho. All right. Uh, unpacking things, you don't find much of anything. Uh, everything is packed away. You just see a standard katana, which uh, they just didn't bring with them to the negotiations. Other than that, there's clothes, none of which have any red flags. Uh, everything is pretty neat and tidy and packed away. Hmm. Okay. Pack everything back uh, the way it was. Uh, perfect memory. I know how it was. All right. So you get everything put away. Um, step back in the central room. Mm. Now I'm going to try it. Uh, try the Gaijin lock once. Actually, no, I'm not. Uh, going to go go back to the central room and tap on the screen, make um, to a signal. Um, uh, Cooney, that I'm ready to leave. See, and if he taps back, then it's uh, he's got an opening for me to slip out unseen. Yeah, Gru hears the tap and he's keeping an eye out. Once it is, he's got the proper timing. There's no uh, no servant. He'll do a quick tap and he'll also use his body to block any sight as much as possible. Because he is larger. If you need me to make a roll, let me know, Chris. No, you're good. All right, so Kitsuki Akira is able to slip out without being noticed. And you guys head back to your room. Okay. Uh, at which point, Yoga Sojibo has wrapped up the trade negotiations and meets okay. you there. Yeah. So as we're heading back to the room, catch a uh, servant. Bring some tea to my room, please. Enough for three. Make that four. Yes, Samurai Sama. Get back to the room and sit down there waiting for the tea. Uh, the tea gets delivered. So did you find anything? I may have. I'm not positive. Uh, 
One of the rooms, nothing. Uh, it's just a Yumi with arrows and bottles of perfume. Another room, I tried to enter unseen, but he has put paper, um, paper seals on every entrance and bottles of ash to spill. Uh, mm. I wanted to enter unnoticed, but... I had to confound him by breaking every seal and sp- and spilling every ash. But there's nothing nothing I can find in that room. Central room, however, I found a long narrow box. Um little over 1 meter and uh about this wide, this tall with a Gaijin lock on it. That was also put with a paper and wax seal. Mm. The lock seemed a little bit too complex for me, so and I was unable to detect any anything, any maho in there, but if there are blades, it would probably be in that chest. Yes. Started a war for nothing. I say the dimensions that Akira was showing, are they similar to what might be the dimensions of Blades and the blades would fit into that size of box, but so would an ancestral sword or mm-hmm. uh, you know, any katana. Yeah, it's not much to go on if only you could get inside it. Uh, it's a gaijin lock, so it would need a key. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, that means we would have to get them off of the crane. It'd just be easier to touch them with shade at this point and see if they're tainted. <laughs> right. True. Though, why would the crane be using a Gaijin lock? Are not the Gaijin too too low for them? Maybe they're using it because it's unusual. True. And they know that anyone other than a a unicorn would be very familiar with the workings of Gaijin locks. Mm-hmm. So what is our next step? I don't think I can draw out these negotiations much longer. I think I have them pretty much solved. They're just going over the pa- the paperwork now. Hmm. By the way, Chris, was that a hidden TN on that uh, paperwork check? Uh, oh, um, for filling remember. out the forms? No, it was a TN2. Okay. Hmm. Fortunately, there's no way for me to detect Maho. No. Uh, there were techniques long ago, but none that I know of, aside yeah. from just stabbing a piece of jade in their arm. Mm. Yes, but that doesn't help detect something that may or may not be in a locked box. Yeah. Yeah. Gru has a slight smile. Like he knows something. Is there something you wish to contribute there, Kunisan? There are ways of detecting the taint. Not all are seen with favorability amongst most of the clans, because to do so would pretty much be saying out loud, I think you're tainted. I'm going to find out. Some called it the Kuni handshake, which, to tell you the truth, most people who say that are trying to say it as an insult. It's only an insult. If it's not true, that's the the easiest way to do it. It's just basically, as you stated, touch him with Jade or strike him with Jade. But again, that gives a kind of negative aspect on things. If you happen to 
uh, how to put it. If you do that on someone that is of higher status and they're not tainted, it has repercussions. But if they are tainted, well, there's possible repercussions, but not as bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Trevor, I was thinking you should have been with it. Kitsuki Akira during that whole thing. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, I, for- I I did forget that you had that ability. And then it's like, oh, yeah, but you should have been with him. We should have invited you. Yeah, I only mentioned it uh, uh, briefly during that one fight, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's also, OK, we're breaking into the crane quarters. Do we want a crane being there as we break in? Precisely. Mm hmm. That was really up to you guys. I, I I would have suggested it, but I because I, I don't want to reveal that you're aff- well not afflicted but tainted to Cooney because he would just smite you down for an. Oh, the the Cooney around here know I'm tainted. That's why I'm here. Oh, I know, but not I know <laughs> not those Cooney, but the Cooney that we have playing right now. <laughs> oh, actually, not he would not necessarily outright smite. Hey. Give, give Guru one more reason to hate me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, he doesn't need any reason. You're Crane. And he doesn't yeah. hate you. He just thinks you're a fop. And what's this get that gets out to you? So if we are going to try and deal with this, we need to figure things out. Yes. That we do. But how? That is where the major question comes in. Mm. Do either of you have any thoughts i have one but not it's a last resort okay the castle of learning has a code word for a full evacuation of all the horrific items that we store in our vaults for safekeeping yes and i am sure the cooney have that as well just in case the Shadowlands were to breach the wall and assail the uh, Cooney, Cuting Cooney. Yes. Basically calling that and somehow slipping away with the box unnoticed. But it's, it's a last resort. And I don't even know how we would go about maybe a drill or something. I don't know. That is one I would not wish to perform without at least notifying Hatsuo. Oh, yes, it would be merely a drill. But within the confusion, we could access the box and somehow check to see if it's tainted or not. Yes, I'm glad, though, that you say that is a last resort. Yes, because even though I think the courts are the courtly aspects are boring, dull and all that. I do understand the need at times, <laughs> but without having those courts, I could not do what I need to do. Are there any other ways that you can think of that we might deal with it? <sighs> Somehow trick them into touching Jade. I mean, they might not even be tainted yet. They might just be afflicted. Yes. And there are actually, I have some people I need to speak with. I want to keep it fairly quiet because as we say, we do not want to stir the hornet's nest yes so i will be back i have some brothers and sisters to discuss some things with because they may have more ideas Yoga-san, maybe we should get you a jade handled writing brush for when, <laughs> when they sign yes 
I was thinking of that, like having like maybe Jade Ink or something. I don't know. <laughs> I have no way. Of, yeah. uh, I mean, I could probably pull it off. Yeah. So, Chris, if anyone can, you could. Yeah. Guru is going to go and talk with the uh, witch hunters that are here. All right. Um, so we cut over to the barracks that holds the witch hunters for when they're in the castle. And they're kind of all busy doing their own thing. The uh, dark science fair, for lack of a better name, uh, is quickly approaching. So they're all kind of busy with their own experiments and getting stuff ready, uh, filling out reports, that sort of thing. Uh, Kuniguru walks in. Yeah, I'll find the, uh, basically the leader, for a better word. Basically one that's nominally in charge of the group. Yeah, they're not really organized as a group, but you do see one that you recognize as higher ranking. Right, that's the... That's why I make the leader. Um, is it on the... Are they on the spreadsheet? Uh, they are not. I don't have any okay. witch hunters on the spreadsheet. Um, actually, yes, you do. Oh, uh, yes, I have the twins. They're pretty low rank. Okay, so I will... I'll go up to the higher ranking. Wait until I'm sure that they're uh, at a pausing point. I don't want to interrupt them and anything. All right. Uh, some very striking kabuki makeup on this gentleman. Uh, he is tall, but not as tall as you. Uh, yes, what can I do for you? I was hoping to speak with all of the witch hunters at once. I have a request that needs to be kept quiet because I don't want to outright accuse anyone yet of anything, but myself and my magistrate companions have suspicions that we are trying to allay. Do you think it would be possible to ha get everyone together so we can I can ask this of them, son? He looks up. Hey, everyone! Come here! People generally stop what they're doing, put their stuff down, and gather around. Brothers and sisters, I have mentioned in the past about the blades that cause continual bleeding, the maho and all that. It, my magistrate companions and I are quietly investigating a murder that we believe is related to possible maho usage. Our suspects unfortunately, are the members of the Crane delegation. We are trying to make sure that we are doing things quietly so as to not disrupt any of the negotiations for the Jade, but we also want to make sure that everyone is safe. You all have a lot more experience in hunting Maho than I do currently. I was wondering if there are ways to surreptitiously Repetitiously watch and ascertain who may or may not be actually tainted. I know touching them with a tainted with jade will do it, but that is kind of more outright than we truly can do right now without causing a major conflict. Do any of you have suggestions? One of the witch hunters speaks up. We're not politicians. 
were a blunt instrument for destruction of the blood speakers. Just point us in their direction and we will try them. Rue basically smirks at this with a knowing, knowing smirk. I agree. I am the same way. Unfortunately, I have to be more circumspect because I do not want to start a war with the crane, especially now that we are working on getting more jade. That as why as if there was any way of surreptitiously doing so. If I knew for a fact that they were tainted, you better believe that I would be the first one there to try smacking them down. I am not a politician myself. I'd prefer to take a Kitsubo upside the head of the tainted as opposed to Scorpion way of finding things out. But unfortunately, working with a Scorpion is not my rubbing off. And Guru looks like, oh my god, I, j- I can't believe I just said that. So is there anything that any of you can think of that would work as a surreptitious to tell before we make a strike? One of them steps forward and she opens up a small silk uh, pouch and draws forth. And you can barely see what it is. And it is a very fine needle of jade. Use one of these. You can barely scratch them with it, and they will not notice. You could embed it into the wood of the door or a brush and see if they touch it, what would happen. Maybe put in a pen. I know Yoko Sojibo is negotiating and has to write a contract that the crane had to sign. Could it be placed in the pen in a pen? As well as a prick? That would work. I see. Guru is looking very thoughtful at possibilities. Do you only have the one? Because I do not believe that everyone would be signing. Probably just the prime crane would sign. I have several needles, but I would like to keep it to a minimum, as they are very hard to forge. I was only thinking two. One for a pen, one for a something else that we can test the non-signers with. And if if possible, I will actually return what I can. Yeah, that would be fun. acceptable. Gru bows with basically very... Saying, the bow is saying, I thank you very much. And the way he does the bow. I do thank you for your insight. And I will have to learn from you how to make these. They sound like they could be very useful in the future for other things. And Gru does have a look on his face like he's thinking of different ways to embed jade into very small pieces of jade and things to do the testing. So, so Gru basically bows and waits for her to hand over a couple. And she hands you them. <laughs> He'll take them and put a, wrap them up in some cloth so that way they don't break or anything. I thank you all. May your experiments go well. And then he will bow and weep. Splinters of Jade is a work of fiction. It is not affiliated with Edge Entertainment, Fantasy Flight Games, or Asmundi International. Music is used with permission from Darren Curtis. More of his music can be found on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, or his website, darrencurtismusic.com. 
Our logo was designed by Nix and Amelia. More of her art can be found on Etsy. Recording, editing, and sound design is by Bren Thorson. Story is conceived by Chris Garvey. You can follow us on Twitter at at SodgePodgeRPG, Facebook at facebook.com backslash SodgePodRPG, and SodgePodRPG.podbean.com. You can message us at SodgePodRPG at gmail.com. Please leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your podcast player of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you can't grasp J-Strike it, grasp it with Earth.